You're tuning in to Spectre Radio. Revisiting our favorite Star Wars movie moments and debate about scenes from the show. We're just three millennials flying our way through the galaxy through the eyes of the clones, Jedi, and bounty hunters. I'm Wyatt. I'm Andrew. My name is Alyssa, and we are... Spectre Spectre Radio. Radio. Jebba ruled with spoilers. I intend to rule with respect. Thank you, Boba Fett, for the spoiler warning. Again, this podcast contains spoilers and adult content. I am not a bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise. I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. You were all once captains under Jabba the Hutt. I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial. Why speak of conflict when cooperation can make us all rich? What prevents us all from killing you and taking what we want? If you had spoken such insolence to Java, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please, speak freely. If you would like to continue breathing, I'd advise you choose your next podcast very carefully. And it's obvious that y'all have chosen your next podcast hey. very carefully, because welcome back to uh, Spectrum People are turning it off as you Already. say it. <laughs> Season three, they're like, I'm out. I've, I've I've had enough. <laughs> season three. Wow. Season three. Yeah, we've been at this for just over a year. Can you believe it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it doesn't feel like it, and sometimes it's like a presidency. Oh boy. A presidency? Like you want it to be over? Uh, no, like it's just it's like wow, we did a lot, and it's but <laughs> it's it it it's it, we got some city miles on us basically. Oh, city miles. Okay. <laughs> anyway, right. if you haven't heard yet, then we are sidestepping back into the Star Wars fandom. Side-step. Thank goodness, because I suck Phew. at Marvel so bad. Phew, thank <laughs> God. I mean, I'm not saying I'm any better at Star Wars, but I enjoy Star Wars <laughs> more than I do Marvel. I don't know. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> but anyway, we are kicking off this series with the Book of Boba Fett, and I don't think we could pick a better guest than our own resident buckethead saudi yay uh, i'm just a simple woman making her way through the galaxy <laughs> yes you are welcome back girl we're super happy to have you yes. thank you welcome 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 anyway let's kick it off with the series recap book of boba fett five years after returning the jedi boba fett is looking to rebuild jabba the hutt's empire under his own leadership with the help of master assassin Fennec Shand, who watches over him as he recovers from his injuries in the Bax tank. 
While in the healing tank, he begins to dream of how he escaped the Sarlacc pit, how the Tuscans captured him, how they eventually treated him as one of their own, how he gets his ship Slave One back, and much, much more. Rebuilding a criminal empire proves more complicated than bounty hunting, as the two are met with obstacles at every turn, eventually leading to a war with the Pike Syndicate. So the two start recruiting. Can they build up an army fast enough to stop the Pikes from taking over Tatooine? Or will Boba Fett sell for the same fate as his father, Jango Fett, after all? Decapitation. That's a tough fate. Wow. <laughs> Much shorter than they usually are, but, you know, this is a, a short show of, and we've only had five episodes. <laughs> and we only have two more to go. Yeah. Well, four, really. Remind me why we're doing this now again. Because <laughs> uh, schedules suck. That's why. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Part of me is like, we should have just waited till the end. But then I saw episode five and I was like, nah, fam. We, we need to talk. This. We doing this now. <laughs> we need to talk. Almost didn't make it to. Almost didn't make it into the into the the podcast thanks to Andrew's schedule. <laughs> it's, it is. It it's is not, my bad. He's um, not the only diva in the group. It's it's fine. If if my managers are listening, my my schedule is great. Um, I just happen to work with friends who like literally work nine to fives, or in Wyatt's case, like six to two. So. <laughs> six two. To What's two. that? Two like six to five. Whatever. I've I've heard you get off a hundred times. That's his I've wife, also, six to I've, two. No, I've For heard real. him. A, he'll text me like when I get off at three. Sometimes he's like, "Yeah, I'm already off," but then sometimes he works to like six, so it just yeah. depends. This is yep. not the schedule you're looking for. Mm. <laughs> no, it is not. All right, shall we uh, get this party properly started with Let's our go. first official category of behind, behind the Manthas? Not a place you want to be. <laughs> Don't mean, they so, aren't they supposed on. to smell? I'm Manthas quite smell, sure right? that they smell. I mean, how much they sweat? I was just gonna say that desert. I'm sure everybody stank. I'm so. sure when the, I'm sure when they you know go to the bathroom in that heat. Oh yeah. You know, I just learned that <laughs> if you give a horse uh, beer, it helps them sweat better. Really? I wonder, yeah, I just learned that yesterday. I wonder if Banff is <laughs> the same way. That is very random. I'm curious how you learned this It would this probably fact, be but... moonshine with those I was looking at one of the, desert. I was looking at one of the Dodo, Dodo oh, videos. Cute. <laughs> it, was a, it was a horse rescue, and he was Aww. having problems sweating for some reason. So they're like, oh yeah, give them some beer. Yeah, and, they... and they were like giving them be- different beers to see which one the horse liked better. They can sweat a lot. That's crazy. <laughs> that is so funny. All right. Well, enough about um sweat and <laughs> beer. smelly things. <laughs> Nothing wrong with beer. We can go, we can circle back to that that concept in a moment. Um, all right. So I feel like it was kind of difficult to find stuff about the series, oh, but I I'm glad also, you're not the only one saying okay, that. Okay, <laughs> good. I also was doing just a last minute Google search for things as I was doing my notes, you know, about an hour ago. Um, but while I was doing some research, uh, just a one, I'm going to take a real quick step back just to reiterate, we're going to cover Book Above Fett episodes one through five. So if you have not watched episodes one through five, stop listening to this podcast right now and come back when you are caught up. This is like or a some 60%, 75% of the season recap. <laughs> Pretty much. Or um, some other people would say episode one through four and season three of Mando. 
Yeah, well, like thanks for the spoiler for right there. Because <laughs> everybody texted me the, on Wednesday this week and they were like, oh my God, Boba Fett. Blah, 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 blah. And I was at a career fair in Gainesville and had to drive all the way home where I was driving. Couldn't You're watch <laughs> Couldn't watch it at all. <laughs> and even Alex texted me like literally Boba Fett and all caps, fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. And I was like, leave me alone. I haven't listened or seen it. Go away. He's like, I'm surprised you haven't seen it. And um, I'm surprised you haven't seen any spoilers either on social media. I'm like, no, I've literally been avoiding everything today. And then he calls me on the way home and he's like, Mando and Baby Yoda show up with Luke Skywalker. And I was like, (laughs) I hate you. I know that you're joking. But then (laughs) it was like basically that. So thanks a lot for ruining it. Um, I'm sure I'll get him back somehow. I'll ruin something for him in the future. But <laughs> anyway, my point in taking a step back is a lot of my behind the banthas are about episode five in particular. Cause that was like the only thing I could find stuff on. Cool. So, um, pause Vizla. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that he is voiced by John Favreau. I'm pretty sure we talked about that. When and we did the he, Mandalorian. Was, he was also the voice of him in the Mandalorian. So I forgot that. about that, I guess. And I was like, what? That's awesome. We talked um, about that. Okay. It's okay. That was a while ago, Andrew. Listen, it, in all fairness, it was a while ago. ago. That was literally over a year ago, I want to say, right? It's that's fair. Yeah. Um, we got the armor back, which was cool. Yes, and Emily Swallow. Saw, yes, we saw her training doing a we love a training montage. She did a mm-hmm. training montage. It was like Rocky, but the Mandalorian. <laughs> For real. Um and she was giving her commands in a language. Anybody know which language? I'll throw my Wyatt trivia in there. Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Mandoa, which is the Mandoa, Mandalorian yeah. language. Yeah. So um, I thought that was cool. It's like it was spoken on Rebels, um, but I feel like we haven't really seen that or like heard Mandoa in the Mandalorian. And I feel like they said individual words in Rebels in Mandoa, but like this is the first time she said like like, closer to sentences, I guess. Sabine was speaking it. Yeah. You can even date it even further. Uh, The old Republic Commando, which was just re-released, the beginning, the music, Mm -hmm. uh, the chorus is actually all Mandalorian. Oh, that's cool. They they had it in the books too. They had a lot of I love me some Mandoa. I have it on my wall in my office. And every time people walk in, they're like, what the heck is that? And I'm like, it's Mandoa. You don't know how to read that? <laughs> Duh. It just says this is the way in Mandoa. Still learning how to read uh, basic. <laughs> the Star Wars English language. Zero, 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 one. So yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, I really enjoyed, this is going to sound really terrible and maybe the Sith in me, but I really enjoyed the retelling of the Night of a Thousand Tears. <laughs> I thought I like that, that was details on really yeah. cool and like interesting that we got to see that. And um, the TIE fighters that were um, in that sequence, I thought were extra cool because they kind of look like they're morphing or like splitting in half with like the two shells in the middle instead of one like circular yeah, the, the, the TIE bombers. Vehicle. Yeah. You, you yeah, see them so in Empire Strikes Back. Oh, okay. When they're yeah. trying to look for oh, uh, yes. Han inside and they're That's bombing right. as they yeah. were going, you can see them there. Yeah, so they're actually called uh, Thai SA bombers. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, the SA stands for surface assault. 
So they do a lot of that in the Mandalore scene where they're like blowing up this, you know, the surface of the the, the uh, planet there. So they destroyed yeah. Sundari. We got to see that. So that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, this fun fact goes on to say what Sade just said, that they were in the Empire Strikes Back and have also been a lot of in a lot of the video games. So I thought that was neat. And then we did get one other little Easter egg um, in that sequence, uh, a flashback to a droid from a certain standalone Star Wars film. If you recall anyone. No. OK. From Rogue One. <laughs> Uh, we got we got the KX series, so like K2SO, oh, K2SO. and like his yeah. Imperial brethren, but uh, obviously he was turned into a good guy and like reprogrammed. So anyway. he was turned into Sheldon Cooper, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So yeah, that was pretty much all I had, and most of it was about episode five. Uh, no shame. Yeah, I agree. There was uh, not a lot of um, facts or anything about it. Everything I was looking or everything I was researching kept coming back to um, Empire Strikes Back to like old Boba Fett stuff. I'm like, that's not what I'm looking for at all. Um, but the ones I did, so finish the sentence. Let's do this one. So <laughs> Boba is a Mandalorian because Jango was a... Foundling. Yes. Foundling. <laughs> Fail. No, that's okay. Um, and this one is just a question. So both Boba and Fennec interacted with what other bounty hunter? Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Oh, yeah. And uh, Bad Batch, she did and then in an unreleased yeah. so Clone Wars Are we getting Wars a live arc. action Cad Bane now or what? I hope so. Well, I'm so pretty- he was, so it's nice because in Bad Batch, he was already supposed to be dead according to the um, unreleased, unfinished Clone Wars episode where he and Boba actually duel. So it was at, like they were trying to say at that point that he was dead, but so now they're not saying that. So he might still be out there somewhere. Why would, would they want cool. to kill him? I mean, that has got to be one of the coolest characters. Yeah, if, look, if, if I mean, Clint like... Eastwood was a bad guy as a bounty <laughs> oh hunter, that's what they molded him off of. I love that. Great look, so. amazing, you know, uh, wardrobe love the hats. hats yeah i mean <laughs> come on it's like you know his hats are as almost uh, and I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go on the limb here as iconic as the indiana jones hat basically you, know, you look for his yeah. hats oh, it's yes. like wow it's just so unique to that character just the shape of it you can see it in a shadow and you know it's him yeah i actually have quite a few um ironically i'm concerned enough, you're gonna have mine where go did ahead. you find these facts uh, <laughs> <laughs> Her brain, what do you think? <laughs> Through decades of Star Wars knowledge. Yeah, decades of Star Wars knowledge. Um, so I think, and uh, I'm not going to start with the, the the big one, which uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Andrew's sweating because I'm pretty sure I have it. Okay. <laughs> um, one of the obscure ones, if you watch the behind the scenes of um, Star Wars oh, rebranded and you hope... Remember when Boba walks into the bar and there's these two characters talking back and forth, the, uh, the guy and the, and, the, and the girl and one of the, uh, uh, oh my God, what is he? The, the, the Nick Dills picks him up, throws him against the wall and starts shocking him. Yeah. Okay. That guy is the original fixer. <gasps> the and, and the girl was Cammy. And the girl is Cammy. Yeah. 
So deleted the scene, same right? Actors too. Right, right, right. Oh, I didn't realize it was actors, the same actors. Same okay. actors. So, Luke's um, uh, childhood friends on Tatooine. Childhood friends. Yep. The one the, a, uh, Cammy named them Warmy was the nickname, if I recall correctly. I was was if I'm trying to remember correctly, the scene was like Luke looking up with binoculars, yeah. seeing the Star Destroyer capture Leia's ship, and he's Correct. trying to tell his friends. By the time they get there, they're like, "There's nothing there. You just, you know, you know, whatever." Correct. That's, so yeah, that's I forgot. Yeah. So that's because I kept looking at them in the episode. I'm like, "Why do these guys look familiar? Yet yeah, they seem so out of place." Yeah, I saw that so article. Afterwards, I was like, that's bro. when I went. I was like, "Oh, that is really cool." Mm-hmm. Um. There's a character that same thing happened to me again when Boba walks into the uh, again the another cantina or whatever you want to call it and the one Twi'lek comes with the uh, the, the Madame Madame that walks in the Madame and kept, yes and I kept looking at her face and I'm like why does she look so familiar yes. <laughs> 80s I'm gonna, trivia. I'm going to date myself. Yes. Dance. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. more recently, she was also one of the leaves in the L word. Yes. Yes. We're talking Which about was, the, the owner of the bar. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. So if you, just, if you look at flash dance, I mean, just look she at She is very her. attractive. <laughs> I, I'm very Madame glad she's. Yes. Yeah, Scarsoft whip. I'm very Scarsoft glad she's whip. in more than one episode. She is one of the most beautiful women I've ever laid eyes on uh, and every time she shows up on screen they always dress her up i mean she's just stunning every time they dress her she just looks incredible um and i kept staring at the camera like does she look familiar what does she look familiar um i didn't even recognize her but i mean also <laughs> the alien, alien part <laughs> kind of <laughs> took it away from me uh, now the one that i am going to yes i am gonna hit i'm gonna swing for the fence do it is the rebel pilot that shows wow. up yeah. next to the lieutenant mm-hmm. <laughs> and Andrew's nodding. <laughs> it is the body double for Luke Skywalker for the last episode what? Uh, where he shows up. That is the same actor. Um, he is the rebel pilot next to uh, where Din Djarin is flying his new The last episode ship. of Mandalorian? Mm-hmm. Yes, the last uh, yes. episode of season okay. two of Mandalorian. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. The, I think, if I recall correctly, the one scene that you didn't like. The, the, <laughs> yeah. It, you recall aged, correctly. Has it aged well with you or no? No. <laughs> the, the, the one that I about freaked out and cried and had tears and my yeah, heart yeah, was yeah. going 100 miles an hour. Well, it's because yeah. there was too much movie magic and we know how Wyatt feels about magic. So, <laughs> wow. Wow. You bring it up every time. I'm sorry. I had to. Because I'm creating content, Andrew. You got one more, Saudi? And I got one more just for Uh, fun. Okay. But you know how we hear constantly, uh, you know, we hear Obi Wan in episode one. It's like, oh no, you know, Tuscan's always move in single file. Mm -hmm. You see that. And they're walking, they're always in single file to hide their numbers. To hide their numbers. You actually see it in uh in uh, the Mandalorian season two, Two. the first episode. The opening. Yep. Yep, where you see them also in single line. But it was really cool that they have that consistency. They freaking dragged him that whole way. She freaking was. Um, I just have a couple. Um, she had a couple of mine, but um that's okay, she didn't have all of them. So the first episode, much like um, the idea of Star Wars in general, 
was inspired by John Carter. Um, mm. The second episode was inspired by Lawrence of Arabia. Yes, um, especially like as, the as much of like Star Wars has been. Literally, those two things. A <laughs> Lawrence lot of, of Arabia. Also, can we give shout out to Dune because that as well? Well, yeah, for sure. Um, and then this last one I'm about to say on this particular one is a joke. And the third episode was inspired by the Power Rangers. <laughs> no, it's a legitimate thing. It's not a joke. Like oh you God. are spot on. And I will come back to that when we get to best and worst. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to hold same. on to that as well, because I was like, what the hell just we happened were here? All thinking it. We were I all was like, it. are they mighty Morphin? Good, are they a time Rangers. force? What are they doing? Um, yeah. So. Uh, also, when no, I said, expected Voltron. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I want a refund. <laughs> um, when he says he wants to uh, ride the uh, Rancor like a Bantha, and he says that he's ridden creatures ten times its size, that is a callback to his original first appearance in 1978 in what? the God Awful. Um, hopefully every copy is destroyed. Star Wars holiday special. I still haven't seen that yet. You you don't you don't have to. I've, um, you, you bring it up quite often. I feel like I need to now. Yeah. So same. well, it's because it's important, specifically only for this for the lore. <laughs> um, 1977 was A New Hope. 1978, which was uh, right before Empire, is the first. Uh, is canon the right word, Saudi? Uh, we're going to use that very loosely here. I don't know. I mean, it's well, if first, you look. So if yeah. you look at if you look at the Star Wars history and <laughs> what happened with that movie that they tried to bury it, you know, kind of like the uh, uh, the ET uh, games for Atari buried in the Arizona desert. They tried to do the same thing <laughs> with the holiday special. <laughs> Unfortunately, VHS got out there, and you can still find it in different places if you really want to. I probably have the VHS it. somewhere because uh, um, I yeah. used to watch that as a kid, and I'm like, "What is this cooking show? What it's is horrible. what is his was his grandpa watching like this inappropriate video?" Um, but, but the thing is was, that a lot of the stuff that they're, they're, I mean, not a lot of the stuff, but there's a lot of things that will reference back to it. Yeah, you know, like the Wookiee Life Day, and you have um, yeah, Life Day, yeah, absolutely, uh, and then you, know, you, you have writing. Him writing what, things. I mean, it's just whatever that giant pulled it into. was. Yeah, it's pulled into canon, but I don't think the holiday special itself is considered canon. At it's all. his first chronological appearance until after the '90s, or it was the early 2000s when they did editing to A New Hope, and that's when like the Jabba scene really got there, and that's when he was put into that movie. So he was riding a ginormous beast in that movie. He actually had uh, Din Djarin's rifle, I believe, in that movie. Hmm. Uh, yeah, the the one that he uh, vaporizes the the yeah. chalice. Not that I'm sorry, but yeah. So um, and then she yeah. So she had the rest of mine. So yeah. So those uh, those were mine. <laughs> so I, That's cool. I'm very glad Saudi and I were on the same page with that. By the way, I think there's a petition going around that uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, who yes. directed Episode Five, needs to direct her own Star Wars movie. Yes. She could direct her own show. She could direct her own everything. She, her show very well. So she, I think she did. Everything. Yes. I, I was telling my mom that she was uh, Ron Howard's daughter. She was like, really? Because I she barely knows who Bryce Dallas told, Howard is. I told Alex he was mind blown as well. 
love that. As long as they're not going to put her to run against, you know, against like a Bantha or, you know, a Wampa <laughs> a dinosaur. on high heels. Uh, we'll be fine. With, we'll with be a fine. torch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. Well, moving on to our next category of what if. This could be fun. So I came up with two. Um, first one's more com- first one's more comedic. I struggled to get one. So my second good, one good is on more serious. So what if the Sarlacc actually ingested the ship and he was back to square one? Hmm. Um I don't know. I'll, that would be kind of hard to chew. That's <laughs> I I know. So I've seen pictures of a di so not dissected, but like cross-sectioned. Of the Sarlacc, and the while it's yeah, they had yeah. they had like a meme of it, like a Wh- yes. underground. While it's, it's like quite massive, yeah, it's like an it's, iceberg, yeah. It's a little the shape of Slave One. Uh, the reason I keep saying it is because Disney is now like, Trying oh, you can't say it. that it's, yeah. it's Boba Fett's ship. Um, yeah, no, it's so, so I wonder if Saudi gets this line. She's called Slave One. Did you ever play the Django Fett game? Oh yeah. So anyway. Um, <laughs> So the ship's a little too oddly shaped, I think, for the Sarlacc to do. But all it has to do is spin upside down, and it could drop its seismic charge. We're and getting then it'll be fine. very dangerously close to some innuendo here. So I don't know what's about to happen. Well, like I said, that was more okay. of a, more more of a fun one. <laughs> that was a that's what you're she the one said. Who, you're the Got one who it. went there. So I mean, children, uh, you're right. Um, we need we need to line. call we need to call Alex and have him figure <laughs> some things out. You think he can control me? LOL. No, but he can never mind. Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> my, oh boy, down boy. My next one, and I need to ask a question about this. Um, so we know that Tatooine is covered by crime syndicates all over the, the planet. So Crimson Dawn, how are they compared to the Pike Syndicate? Are they larger? They come hmm. after. I don't, don't think they? Crimson Dawn is in that in Tatooine at all. I don't think are they you have sure? presence yet. there. It's in, at least they haven't yeah, said it's anything. It's in the they galaxy, it and it's mm-hmm. the same yeah. time. Time it's a around the same time, right? Okay. Yeah, but it's the same. Well, you have yet. also um, Black Sun. The other the one, Black, Black Suns. Sun. Black yeah. Sun, because. <clears throat> While they don't really show Black Sun, um, they don't. They oh my do God, in... um, No, no, the hut, the hut in the Clone Wars, uh, um, that was hilarious. Stinky <laughs> had Stinky. the uh, no, no, had the <laughs> tattoo in the in the in the belly uh, of yeah. Black Sun. Um, oh. Zero, zero the hut. Thank you. Um, so you know that they're out there, but they don't have presence in all the planets. Something tells me that since the Pikes are here, they're trying to control so i don't think anybody else is trying to fight them for whatever is in tatooine at the moment has been almost like when you saw it in one of the episodes almost evenly split yeah they're not trying to take over anybody's territory but the pikes are almost invading yeah that's where the whole premise comes into play right and right of the neutrality Mm -hmm. yeah you exactly you see that when he's you know at the conference table with everyone he's just begging for them just to stay neutral until everything evens out Plus, we don't know what the status of Crimson Dawn is at this moment, too, because if you think about it, if you go back, you know, Crimson Dawn was led by Darth Maul, so we don't know what happened to Crimson Dawn But then Kira kind of takes over. Kira takes over, yeah, or so she does in the comics. Yeah. 
So yeah, she this, does in the comics. Like one that's, of the things that's, I don't like, uh, not yeah. canon, I guess, right? Because it's the comics. Uh, but I think they're canon adjacent. For like, would that be considered the, Legends or what? No, Legends would be pre-Disney. This anything okay. that that's written that I'm pretty sure they have to get some kind of approval. So it ha- it should be at least canon adjacent. <laughs> it's, it's Marvel canon. <laughs> um, what I don't like a lot of the times is like they establish the certain things and then they don't like. Like they don't do a, a, a good they enough don't job explaining. With it. Yeah. Well, they don't do a good enough job of explaining certain things, like in Legends, and I'm pretty sure it's the same way in Canon, but they never say it. Uh, the Black Sun is the crime syndicate of the galaxy. Like galactically, they have superiority. Like if you read any of the books, play any of the games, they're in charge. Mm-hmm. And the Huts would be the second most powerful. While the Huts couldn't take them on a galactic scale, you know, system to system, you know, they they might be able to slug it out a little bit. So they never really talk about that. And then, like with Crimson Dawn, we're kind of left to be like, did they die off after Darth Maul died because he's not in charge right. anymore? Right. So we just, it's just one of those things. I've heard a like, lot well, of rumors though that yeah. like Kira's going to come back, and they're yeah. saying like typically what will happen in the comics is like the any characters that are in the storylines they'll start to like take them out slowly mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they jump into a disney plus series or something like that so it's not like their two are competing okay um but they're saying like as of right now kira has like full storylines and they're not slowing down so it they could be just like tricking us like they like to do and right. doing Lead something different, different and and kira will actually show up or they're gonna stick with what they normally do and keep her in the comics so it's it's all possible and i think it would be really cool because obviously like at this point maul is gone like hmm. never say never because apparently nobody <laughs> dies in star wars somehow maul returned but oh my gosh um, i think they closed his eyes i think he nobody's closed his eyes, ever so truly gone Nobody's ever truly gone. Nobody's ever truly yeah. gone. But my right. my question, that's why I kind of asked for context on that, is obviously Boba is, you know, trying to not be at peace with the Pike Syndicate, but kind of get ahead of them and keep keep his territory. He's so, trying to kill them, yeah. Yeah, but what if, like, what if the Crimson Dawn was actually behind, like, the Tusken Raider attack and he's going after the wrong people? That's why I asked, you know, where's Crimson Dawn kind of in the storyline, whether they're whether whether they still exist or not. So you're trying to say like the the Crimson Dawn kind of sets up the Pikes to to make a disaster, and just so you know, Boba Fett can go to war with them, and then they Correct. can come in and take whatever's and then, left. Okay. And Crimson Dawn comes and cleans house after. <laughs> I mean, I like I see, I, I don't I, see I, Crimson Dawn being that. It's uh, a stretch. Yeah. Devious, devious. I mean, they seem more like. I don't know, more more bully type. They uh, seem more like political situation. as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Be driven. See, I, I would expect that from the huts. Mm-hmm. Putting, you know, meet, you know, having them fight and then swooping in and taking over. I and I know, ta- I know, Tatooine isn't exactly nowhere in the terms of like criminal enterprises or spaceports or things like that. But it's not like it's the most major of territories that it, in my opinion that it would be worth doing i, I don't know i mean clearly it right. is for the pikes but i don't I, that's a good question i don't i don't know that would be kind of cool to see but i i think the uh pikes who uh smoke too much of their own product are uh pretty much behind this 
But then they mentioned that the reason why they were trying to go to Tatooine was because it was near one of their main routes. Probably. Mm. Um, I, I want to say, Ke- I don't know if it was Kessel, but oh, I thought they uh, mentioned spice, something about it. Yeah. Spice runs. Yeah. I don't know. Just, you know, I was That's looking a good up. question. I, I was looking up like theories and trying like basic question around it. And someone brought up Crimson Dawn. I'm like, well. It'd be a cool way to introduce them into the show so we could actually get them back again. That'd I'd watch that. Sure. Oh, I'd yeah. watch that. I'd be way more interested if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would honestly like a new segue into Crimson Dawn so we could see what's going on. So that's a that's a really good question. I don't know how it would play out, but I feel like like I feel like that's another really complicated thing for Boba Fett to have to fight off. Um, you know, because anything else that he's gone through hasn't been complicated at all in this show. <laughs> so <laughs> sorry. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So. But it's just like, it's like, oh, an even potentially more powerful bad guy, in addition to the very powerful bad guy he has to fight, in addition to Wookiees trying to break his back while he's sleeping, in addition to uh, Nikto's slaughtering his uh, Tuscan friends, in addition, in addition, in addition. So I'm not saying they wouldn't do it. I'm just saying we have two episodes left. So if there was an eighth episode to this show, and we got an episode, or, or instead of the episode we got with uh, Mando, if we got an episode of another character, um, kind of similar in style, how it took the whole episode, like what the character's been up to since the last time we saw them, who would you like it to be? And it could be like any living Give me a harder character. question. Give me if a someone says question. Luke Skywalker, I'm leaving this group. <laughs> She's going to say Babu Frick. What are you talking about? I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey! Hey! <laughs> No, it's Grogu. End of end of story. <laughs> They're building up to it. I want to see it. I don't want to see it in a sad we're little gonna, napkin. We're going to see it in I the Mandalorian. I would like to see the baby. Okay? We're going to see it in the Mandalorian. I want you to can't see wait if a couple he got months. any older at all. Is it Next time we see Grogu, he's going to have a little armor to put on him. I know. And he's going to have a little so jetpack and everything. Kyber crystal and his little lightsaber and his little We're going to see him in a few months. You can't think of another character? Good lord. Stop showing me a, a baby Yoda. Like the baby. Oh my gosh. That's okay. my instant That's my instant thought. I if mean, it's not, um, If it's not him, then it's Babu Frick, I guess. But hey. <laughs> No, so cool. I mean, I definitely like that we also got Pelimoto. Because cool. there was like a little Easter egg for that in one of the yeah. earlier episodes. She was like walking in the background with her little droids and I totally missed it until the internet showed it to me. Me too. But I like that a lot because we didn't really get the fill in the blanks like we did where obviously they're like not retconning, but they're filling in those gaps yeah. of how like Boba got to find Fennec and like help her and like how we got out of the pit and all that stuff, which was great. But yeah, I think, I mean... I, I think she eventually could have her own like short series. You know what I mean? Of like, just like funny little shorts, almost like Olaf presents, but like Pelimoto like, and like her droids minute, like, stuff up. Not webisodes, like, yeah. but like something like that. Yeah, like, like a short series cool. with her. Yeah. yeah, like I would, I would Star watch Wars the shorts. Out of that. Yes. Yes, I would watch Never the make it happen. There. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, if, 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 you, if we were to have like anybody show up, any of the bounty hunters in Empire Strikes Back, any of them. That's what I, mean, I was we already thinking. got Max Rebo, which I thought True. blew up in a thousand little pieces. Well, <laughs> so Bosk was also on. Bosk was also on the uh, on the barge, and he's allegedly around. 
Um, yeah, so what I oh was thinking- Oh my God, I just realized something. Robot Chicken predicted Max Rebo's return. Oh, that's right. Oh my God. <laughs> he's going to, you know, for the gig. He's, and, and they gave his gig away at the cantina. <laughs> they gave it to Figure and Dan um, and his band. Um, I was thinking- uh, either Bosk or Dengar, because I think it was in the original books. I think Dengar is the one who rescues um, Boba out of the Sarlacc pit. So while they didn't do that in this, it would be cool to see them do something else related to the story as kind of a callback. That's what I would like to see, especially because... We have a couple episodes still. I mean, and remember that Dengar knows Boba in the Clone Wars. Yeah, Um, and he knows Bosk too. They're they seem to be close friends, but we, we definitely, it seems to me we get more of Bosk than we do. Uh, Cause I think we've gotten a couple episodes of Bosk, whereas I think we only got one of Dengar. So it would be kind of cool to see that in my opinion. Well, I mean, you said, you saw what Fennec Chan said. She's like, you know, if you got the credits, I know where to find the muscle. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what that muscle the, is? I mean, we, we got know the, the Jared, Mando but... theme. They got the Mando music, right? As they said that. Yeah, if if not them, then I'd like to see Embo. Like I know he's active because I know he like works with like Sugi's daughter or something like that. Sugi from the uh, the Clone Wars episode where they protect those farmers, where the Jedi protect those farmers with that group of bounty hunters. She has a daughter, um, and she works with uh, Embo if I remember correctly. So I'd like to see. I what thought it was doing. a niece, according to the book. Or it might be a niece. That might yeah, be, uh, yeah. I think the, it's the a niece. Black Spire book. book? Was that it? Well, no, it's the uh, the aftermath books. There's three books. Oh, that's right. The aftermath. The My brother ones, read them. I haven't read oh, them yet. The first one's really hard to get through. Make it through. The other two are a little bit better. Isn't Cobb Vanth in one of those? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, he's yeah. in one of the uh, little side stories. Every time, gotcha. every time that book goes to another section, it's like it gives you like a little snippet of something. He just cool. show up in the. Uh... To be honest, I thought it was uh, that Mando from. Uh, have the figure somewhere around here uh, <laughs> and and let me see if i see it uh there it is uh judo cast you literally uh, just have it yeah oh, uh, yeah it's right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> judo cast is a uh an impersonator back he in impersonated the, boba right he impersonated boba the armor didn't look exactly the same it was a mandalorian armor Close. but the colors yeah. didn't match exactly until boba found out and kind of took him Killed out him. yeah Nice, uh, nice little derailing. I'd, I'd almost want Chewbacca, because <laughs> I'd want him to see uh, black, BK. Um, black Chris, Chris. Yeah, BK. You could just call him BK. Yeah, BK. I want, I want him. I think to... BK would would kick his butt personally. BK yeah. kicked his ass in the comics, apparently. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, somewhat. And, yeah. Yeah, and I think it was. He's bigger. He's much bigger, and yeah. he's got those knuckles. That are they're enhanced with metal, yeah. Electricity too. It's freaking nuts. Yeah, but like the inside, like he's he's like cybernetic, like the other. Oh yes, yes, yes. Peeps. Like he's got like body enhancements. I, mean, I wouldn't want because he entire, was a, an entire a warrior, a fighter. Yeah. yeah. But if you're gonna do an entire like side mission, whatever you want to call it, then you'd have to like sprinkle Han in there somewhere. With sprinkle him. a little, sprinkle a little long. <laughs> Hey. I, I haven't forgotten that. Bring it back. Sorry, we're bringing it back to a previous <laughs> Marvel pod. I had an entire like 
18 ounces of hot chocolate before this uh, this podcast. I had so. a Sprite. We're both sugar high. I love it. All right, should we move on? Should I do mine? Is that okay? We shall. Well, have you said who who you wanted? I yes. did. Oh, okay. Sorry. Baby Yoda. <laughs> oh, that's right. Grogu. She's a baby. <laughs> and then Pelimoto. More of that. Um, okay, so mine might be kind of like a throwaway question, but I'm really intrigued, especially when we got the sequence of like the little lizard going up the brain in the sinus cavity cool. or wherever he sat. And then he had like a fever dream. And got to see that... Tatooine um, as the like with the water. So like, I'm what very is glad Tatooine? nobody on the internet found that insensitive to a certain people group. Um, a lizard up the nose? I I don't. I'm not aware uh, of a group. A, that... a, a <laughs> um, let's see, a local tribe where you inhale something and you have visions. I'm not. I'm not trying. Native Americans. Americans. Okay. Yes, that's what. <laughs> yeah, that's Native what Americans. I was going. With. When they um, have their, their saw that. Vi- saw vision, vision quest. When they have I their vision oh, quest. Okay. Yeah. I didn't want to be insensitive. Well, I mean, they are. Found that the whole point is like they are indigenous indigenous people. So it's their planet. Absolutely. It's it feels to me like more cultural appreciation than appropriation because sure. it's not. But exactly you never know is, how but, people are going to respond. But then again, I'm not really familiar with Native American culture. So anyway, I don't know. But um. My question is, what if Tatooine becomes a water planet again <laughs> instead of a desert? You know how much that you know what that would take. <laughs> I yeah. feel like they're like leading up to it though. There's like I feel like there's a lot of that going around um, in, in the um, canon, and they're talking it's... about it more with like, oh, the taxation on water and like it's always well, been so, like that in the moisture farming well, and all of it. But... So that's what Luke's aunt and uncle did. They were farming for water because it's so freaking rare on a desert. But so I think in the canon, like it used to be oceans and it was dried by the suns. And I think in the legends, there was like some kind of alien race that doesn't like that died. That was like killed well, off after yeah, a mean, while. And look they at bumped, the pikes. They, well, no, no, no. So there was an like a race of alien overlords who like enslaved the but planet. That's, but that's what I'm saying. Like there, there are two different um, species that I'm aware of that I don't know the names of specifically. But the pikes are those like sea creatures with those helmet things on that are probably somewhat being sustained by whatever they're wearing because they look. Do they not look like some kind of cephalopod to you as I well? Mean, you know what I mean. They do, but that's, yeah, I don't think they're from a, a aqua planet, but I understand what you're saying. No, I, I think in the legends, like somebody fired like shots onto the planet from space and that's what boiled the planet into, into sand. Right, and like you're saying two suns, that would kind of make sense. Yes, that would cook it rather quick. If I remember oh, correctly, would... that's that's what happened in the legends, but I don't know if I'm mixing that up with another planet. To be honest, I started to get um, vibes of NASA and what they're looking at Mars, doing it with Mars right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got some real world vibes when they're like, oh yeah, we were covered with water. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, didn't they just say that with NASA just right? recently about Mars? So I don't know. I was getting. Uh oh. Uh, I'm a Dr. V fan, the waters of Mars. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I have another one then, I guess. Um, and. Knowing what we know about the hero's journey, you know, that something has to happen to the hero to thrust them into um, the, the, you know, to the adventure. Um, if you look at Boba, that's exactly what happened with the Tuscans. 
So here's the what if. What would have happened if Boba would have been successful against the Nyctos and the Tuscans wouldn't have died? Do you think he I've would been have- I've waiting for this question. You would have tried Ooh, to that's a great do one. what exactly? What do you um, think would have happened with Boba at that point? My thought was going to be that he was going to try and unite more of the tribes. Because, you know, there's however many tribes out there. Some are more reasonable than others. Some are more warlike than others, you know. Um, but I think he, because he was telling them, he goes, you guys know the Dune Sea. This planet's yours. You know, they should be coming to you for this stuff. And he was trying to collect tribute on their behalf. So I think personally that he would have tried to incorporate them into his um, into his empire network. Uh, per, that's personally like how I thought the show was going to go before you know they, that tribe was tragically killed off. Um, I still I, I still think one of them might have escaped. I don't know for sure. They might have all died, but um, that's that's kind of where I was hoping that would go. I'd be like that would be really interesting. Yeah, because everyone because everyone's so afraid of Tuscans because they're misunderstood. So you have a couple of them like standing by you, and then you got a freaking tall Wookie. You're you're good to go. You good, and then Fennec. I feel like he wouldn't be as like informed as a daimyo without like the information and like training that he got from the Tuscans too, and Agreed. like <sighs> if if that continued, like. I don't even know if it makes sense to say like he could have been more powerful. I think one, because he wouldn't have sustained all that damage and like needed the back to pod to heal. And two, because he'll, he would continue to get more training from um, the Tuscans, like including the like woman that was like in the tribe, which was cool. Was cool. I didn't, I didn't like get that that was a woman at first, and then oh, I, totally I was like, oh, that like cloth is her hair. Like, okay, um, I did too. I mean, she was pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, I just well, like, I mean, they're completely covered, so it's like, how yeah. do you? There's yeah. no way to guess the gender, and they don't. Their voices all sound the same, like <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? So yeah, no, I just thought that was um, really cool. So yeah, I mean, I feel like he would be so much more powerful in certain ways, and like maybe wouldn't be fumbling as much. Like, I, I don't know if he would have still been tricked even as easily with like the, the coins, you know, when he was like leaving the sanctuary, like, okay, see you later. Thanks so much for the souvenir. And oh yeah, this is because everyone's about to jump me. Duh. So yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I would love to walk in somewhere and walk out and they've given me money and you know, my hat or whatever. Note to self, start criminal empire. Oh, yeah. Don't get don't get caught. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Moving on to our one of our next categories. Did I did I say that right, Wyatt? Uh, <laughs> yes. Of of best and worst. So we're gonna do this as they say, Andrew style, which uh means it's like copyrighted or something. So that's pretty cool. Um but we're gonna go with You're the so best proud. go around. I am, I am. They named something after me. It's on my bucket list to have like a, do something cool and have a sandwich named after me. That would be cool. Um so a sandwich or a sub, like at a sub place. Ah, oh, it's called the uh, the Andrew and Contrera. Yeah, the sponger. That's what my dad would call it. So we're going to start off with the best. So I liked the various inspirations for these episodes. I like that they're continuing the Mandalorian's trend of humanizing the Tuscans and the world building. Um, I like shows that do a lot of flashbacks. So I'm getting like CW Arrow vibes from this because we're getting like two stories. <laughs> 
So I like that. That's personally how I feel about it. Looks um, like Saudi agrees with you. I said yes, the does. same thing when it started. I'm like, oh my God, doesn't this give you like Arab eyes where he always has like the flashback story and then what's happening right now? Like, this and is whatever exactly happens the in way. the flashbacks is always like generally worse. Informing, <laughs> yep. yeah. Yeah, uh, the symbolism in his dreams, like if you continue down, continue down your father's path, you will end up like your father, i.e. Mm-hmm. dead. Um, the world building, like I said, we got to see the pikes with their helmets off. So that's kind of cool. Right. They look like guppy fish. I'm sorry. I know. Like, that's what yeah. my whole water planet thing. That's what, that's what Alyssa from. was saying. Yeah. 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 It makes sense. Him shooting up that biker gang, getting his revenge. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, yeah. Blah, blah. Uh, seeing Gamorreans fight. Like I know we got that one little scene in the Oh my God. That was so violent and intense this time around. Like, oh, yeah. I was well, genuinely anxious. Well, we, 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 you know, in the original trilogy, we just saw them standing there and then, like, yeah. get forced unconscious by Luke, uh, basically. So, yeah, <laughs> literally. So, Saudi's doing the, mo- the motions. Uh, uh, Garsoff whip, uh, Gorge, um, and all we need to say about that. And uh, uh, what, what do we call him? BK? Because it's like yeah. black Krasinskin yeah. or something. Yeah. Like that. I don't know. It sounds like Krasinski or something like that. Yeah, but, yeah you're right. Um, I think she called him Santo. I think that's yeah. like a nickname off the last several letters. That uh-huh. was pretty interesting. Um, so he was he was freaking awesome. Um, this last episode with uh, with the Mandalorian um, is uh, on my best and worst. Me too. Um, so there was a lot of cool things about it. It brought back uh, one of my favorite fighters, Wyatt's favorite fighter. Um, we'll talk about in my worst why that ship is also in my worst for this. Um, we got a lot more of the Mandalorian than I was expecting we were going to get. And it was a long episode too. I was like, okay. Um, so that was really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. It covers a, covers a lot of my, my best. So I'll feed off yours, Andrew. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed, I guess we're, we're calling him now BK. And I guess he's from the Darth Vader comics. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, this is our first live action um, <laughs> Trandoshan, I believe. Um, uh, besides Bosk in Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Okay, so not. But <laughs> Well, more um, than I mean, like six seconds of screen time. Yeah. And like with more dialogue, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. instead of just and like, I think yeah, that's all he said. More right, and um, um, there was way more in the animated stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think he was saying something about you know taking his shoes off, and that that was ma- you know good manners to keep his shoes off. Nobody gets mm-hmm. a reference. Robot Chicken. Oh, it's did you see? Oh, real quick, <laughs> did you see? Uh, I think it was a Robot Chicken. You just got bossed. Did you see that one? <laughs> I'll have to send oh you guys that. Oh my gosh. I'll have to, my brother showed me that. It's hysterical. I'll send you guys. Sorry, Wyatt. Go ahead. No, you're, you're good. Um, like you, I, episode five is probably my favorite, but it's hard to, hard to put that as a Boba probably. episode. Yeah. It's hard to put as a Boba episode because it's definitely season three, episode one of Mando. I either yeah. they run out, out of material or they didn't need an entire episode just to bring Mando back. And he literally, Boba Fett wasn't in the episode. I think that's why. I think that's why we got seven episodes. So it's like six, kind of like Loki and mm-hmm. uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and they got this extra one yeah. as a as a gift. Right. 
Um, I, I love um, Boba teaching the Tuscans how to ride the speeders. Yes. That, that was, was cool. I want to ride it like a bentha. Sorry. I laughed um, so hard when um, he's trying to jump from the other one. He actually <laughs> makes it, but he still ejects himself. Yeah. Yeah. He gets so excited, literally. <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. I like how they humanize Tuscans. That, you know, they are severely misunderstood. Um, they're not the savages of, you know, how we portray them to be. Um, yeah, tough look for our guy, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> right. Um, I love how we got little peaks of history about the Night of a Thousand Tears. Because before, it was just, we're just guessing on what actually happened there. Um, <laughs> I forgot that in my best. I forgot about that. And my did last you get the one... vibes? I'm sorry, did you get the vibes of um, nuclear bomb? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, very when much When it exploded. So. I mean, that very was almost like so. a, a perfect shot of a, of a nuke dropping on, on a, you a know, mushroom on, cloud. on people. Mushroom cloud and everything. And my, my last one, of course, Danny Trey is a rancor keeper. <laughs> I was Trejo, just like, yeah. like, at first we only got like Thank a brief God. glimpse of him before they actually panned the camera. I'm like, is that Danny Trey? I was thinking I was like, the same please thing. point the, I was like, if they don't point the camera on him again, then that it's not enough scream time. It wouldn't be him. But when they did, I was like, Okay. Okay. Oh I my god, you. Andrew, you did the exact same reaction when I was like, wait a minute, did I see Danny Tucho in there? Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait for Guys the camera. Wait for the camera. Yeah. Yeah. He's freaking everywhere. He is. It was about time that he came to Star Wars. For real. He belongs my in there. Machete. He did spy kids. I mean. <laughs> hey, that's how I know him. So nothing same. wrong with spy the, kids. He was in the flash. He was one of the uh, Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's right. He was in a Stargate episode. Oh He's in a lot of god. things. Oh my god. Of course he was. Oh my word. Breaking bad, sons of anarchy. Everything. Well, those make sense. I mean, that's his <laughs> bread and butter. Right. Um Yeah, I agree with a lot of what you all said. Um I said honoring the Tatooine legacy. So we got the Rancor, the Sarlacc pit, the Tuskins. Um Power Rangers, which we'll get to in a second, but I really loved how it was like a full circle moment to Patton Oswald's filibuster from <laughs> Parks and Rec when he's like, All right, we pan in on Boba Fett, the hero, blah blah blah. And it was, was pretty so much a shot for shot of like what it's all over YouTube said, and, and it's and all Tumblr. over the place. It is so funny. Um, so I loved that. But yeah, the Power Rangers, um, their names even sound like some of the characters. Um, Drash and Scad. Oh my gosh, they sound, sound like bad like guys. Bulk and Skull to you. Yes. Like, thank you, Bulk and Skull. That's what it sounds like to me um, oh from the Power Rangers series and movies. But go, go, um, Power Rangers. Sorry. <laughs> um, I loved the celebrity cameos. You just talked about uh, Machete as the Rancor Wrangler, as I wrote in my notes. Uh, but I got so excited when I saw Steven Root as Lord of Peel because I'll, I don't know. I was just waiting for him to say something along the lines of uh, my, my stapler. Just me, I guess, though, because I don't know. Maybe Saudi knows Office Space, but the other two of you don't seem to know what Office Space is. Yeah. I don't think I've seen Office Space. I'm told it I need to. So funny. It is such a great movie. I don't watch it enough. I need to watch it again. Um, I, I thought that was on, great. I actually own it in my uh, movie anywhere account, and every <laughs> yes. every time I'm having an issue at work, 
a plant just <laughs> like uh, i'm gonna need you to work brilliant. till eight o'clock uh, i'm gonna need you to come in on sunday andrew so you really was, like it it's your this life this guy basically. was fired like That's a year life. ago and somehow he's still getting paid <laughs> yeah he's what still getting life. paid yeah yeah that that part not so much but yeah i just i was waiting for something uh he he was great though i thought he did a great performance um I, I loved episode five for, for what it was, but yeah, it definitely uh, was not an episode of Book of Boba Fett. It was basically the season three premiere. Um, mm-hmm. I loved the little package that he had for Baby Yoda and it was shaped like his head. It was mm-hmm. like, yeah. they lingered yep. on that on purpose. I thought that was really great. They did a lot. Um, they, you know, they had the little baby Greedo <laughs> that looked like baby Grogu. That was really sweet. Um, and I agree, um, with Andrew, you said world building, like, I thought it was really cool that they showed commercial transportation because we've seen like speeders and ferries and like stuff like that, um, that kind of transportation, but seeing him like board a commercial flight, um, like the closest <laughs> we got to that, I feel like was solo, like we and, got to the uh, attack of the clowns. And, the yeah, yes, yeah. and rebels when they board the uh, the ride um, from oh, from sure. Star Wars Land or whatever yeah, from, from yeah. MGM. I call it MGM Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios, but yeah, uh, I feel like this was like the best mm-hmm. presentation of that. He's got to so check his guns he's and all. Checking that. his weapons. The droid is the one that's doing all the you know logistics. He's like literally on a flight looks like an airplane there's windows there's a kid kicking his seat like it was like celebrities they're just like us they <laughs> yeah the little kids peeking over was was anybody else thinking home. when he was getting his stuff back that dark saber would be missing oh yeah okay. that, that, like that feels so like deliberate healthy. foreshadowing <sighs> we already know spoiler alert for season three we're losing the dark saber because there's no way they would do that for any other reason to make us go like, oh no, for one episode. Remember yeah. the one time we thought the child was getting kidnapped and he did it? Guess what? He got kidnapped two episodes later. So mm. I'm calling it right now. Dark, the dark saber is going away. Definitely going away. Bye bye. When we have, you know, we mentioned a lot of good stuff, um, every single one of you guys, but can I say, Tim Morrison is back? <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. Um, and Migna Wen. Yes. And, I mean, My queen. <laughs> anything that she's at, uh, again, she's freaking stellar. And again, Tim Morrison, he's back. Um, has anybody even thought about what the age of these two are? They're in their you know that- well, he, he's in his sixties <laughs> because I think he was like 44 when he was Django Fett. She's like, he's- 48 50 something like that uh no so tim is 61 years old oh wow no. he's my dad's age <laughs> Magna when is 58 years old Stop Get no there. freaking way and no, she uh-uh. looks incredible yeah, she do oh my god those, I mean, those pistons though <laughs> is I'm that her you. secret for being so young <laughs> she's, she's i hope <laughs> that at her age, I look as amazing as she is and as active as she is because I am like, holy crap. She is incredible. Um, you know, and if you start going back from, you know, episodes one through five, 
you know, the callbacks, the uh, we yeah. get a cantina, all these things that make Star Toshi Wars. Star Station. Wars. <laughs> Toshi Station. I mean, I'm it's, pretty it's sure the hitting. music they were playing in the cantina was the original cantina music just played by different instruments. It was. Yeah, yeah so. it totally was. All the little, you know, heartbeats, you know, and I remember listening to uh, somebody talking about Star Wars that, you know, oh, the Clone Wars, it was during the Clone Wars. Oh, Clone Wars is always trying to echo you know, uh, Godzilla with the Zillow Beast and, you know, the uh, the Seven Samurai and all these things. It's like, when is Star Wars going to echo Star Wars? Yeah. Here you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is literally Star Wars I mean, echoing Star Wars. We're years later, so they have to be by now, you know? Um, when I saw, you know, yes, Slave 1, I was like, oh, my God, I got teary-eyed. Um I wondered if they were going to use the seismic charge. I'm like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're not going to use it. We, they used it in Mandalorian. I was like, hey, they used it again. I thought that was the <laughs> coolest thing. I was like, how the heck are they going to get away from this? And as soon as I see yeah. that thing, I was like, oh, that's how they're going to do it. <laughs> I just thought, again, they, they hit all these critical heartbeats um, that makes, uh-huh. again, Star Wars, Star Wars. And while, and again, I'm going to go out and let them say it. The episodes haven't been like hard-hitting and exciting as the Mandalorian have been. Right. What I really enjoyed is that we were in a familiar space. We knew. We've, come on, when we were kids, we knew that Boba Fett fell in there. How many of us dreamed and played with our toys of Mm -hmm. him coming out, being the badass that we, you know, we always believed he was, and we Uh finally got to see it. We finally got it. Decades we finally later. get it. We finally got to see all the things that we wanted to see exactly, almost exactly the same way we wanted to see them. Um, mm-hmm. The way that, um, and I've noticed this, if you notice how Tim Morrison fights, there's a lot of Maori yeah. fighting the, style. The, haka, even the, haka. the haka, haka. The way he holds that spear and his reaction, his face, he is really into it. So all his moves, everything that he does, the callbacks to the Clone Wars, um, the callbacks to pretty much everything. I mean, we got the um, the Naboo Starfighter. Yes, my favorite ship ever because I always thought that the Naboo Starfighter should have been like a museum piece yes. or a concept <laughs> fighter instead of an actual fighter. Fighters are meant to be, you know, intimidating, not yeah. beautiful. Yeah, you know? well, and I everything. Struggled. Everything made by the Naboo is beautiful, including their people. So, like, they just can't help themselves. <laughs> I just, I, I never like the fighter because, you know, you have something like the X-Wing or the TIE fighter. Yes. You can see their combat aircraft um, or spacecraft. Right. You look at the Naboo fighter. Now this Naboo fighter looks like a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. it does. But... I mean, they're they're generally royal escort craft, but like mm-hmm. still, it it's supposed to look intimidating, and it 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 does not. It's like yeah, but I you guess... don't have the Thunderbirds escorting, you know, yeah. Air Force One. <laughs> I guess they're hoping that people are going to be like, oh, those fighters are so beautiful, I can't shoot at it. I mean, that's their only defense. Where, where does the bounty go? That. Yeah. That should start that our, our segue uh, the, the, into the, into R2 the worst. Port, the R2 port, since R2 has enough, he could only do one at a time. We'll, we'll talk right, about that when we get to my worst. The other thing that I really enjoy was I liked how Boba's, um, you know, the, when he talks, his mannerisms and everything is very Kiwi. It uh, is, I yeah. loved when he grabbed the, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the massive 
Massive, which is the dog for yeah. the Tuscans. Sounds like Mastiff. Yeah, that thing was cool. Uh, and, you know, the dog's like kind of like growling at him. He goes, uh, no, uh, uh, was it nothing personal, mate? And I was yeah. like, oh my God, that's such a Kiwi thing to say. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just his, the way he talks and the way it, it, they left it with that culture, which again, made it really, really cool to see. Um, I mean, again, by far, again, I mentioned before, not as powerful as the Mandalorian. Yeah. But to me, it's, it's going to rank like Empire Strikes Back ranks with me, where Empire Strikes Back, and I think Andrew mentioned it ironically in the last podcast, like, oh, Empire was supposed to be like the best, but it's not my favorite. It's in my top five, but it's not my favorite. Same thing with Boba Fett to me is it's not my favorite show. Right. But it ha- it's, it's, it hits all the heartbeats that Star Wars is, and it makes it special. Absolutely. Right, absolutely. Yeah, special is a good word for it. All right, looping back around to our worst. Um, my worst, uh, not enough action, in my opinion. <laughs> um, like, we have a fair yeah. amount. We have no, a fair I amount. I agree. But, you know... For an ex-bounty hunter, I, w- I want a little bit more. But I think we're going to get more because uh, Disney Plus likes to do the slow build episodes. Or the slow build shows, I should say. So episode five was a hit. So six and seven should be as well. Um, there's no way you show up to Boba Fett with no tribute and then demand tribute from him. He's literally known for disintegrating people. If Darth Vader has to point his finger at you, and say no disintegrations yeah you're known for disintegrating people so no way that major domo was just like hey uh awkward um we need money from you yeah no you should have been surprised to walk out of there um but come on I, that was really funny too though oh, it was hysterical <laughs> it's like, just like i'm the crambler he's supposed to pay tribute to me <laughs> absolutely um i love the nabu starfighter but that's a dumb ship for a bounty hunter who does multiple jobs <laughs> at, at, at a time like right. what, what are they supposed to do <laughs> sit on his lap like so it's I'm fast sure so but uh the power rangers uh yeah so enough said about that and uh yeah wow um so i'm gonna go against the grain as i usually do um i think the surprise, flashbacks surprise. i think the flashbacks lasted too long i, I agree knew you were gonna say that i think I it agree. was i think it was episode four Four. I forgot we were flashback the entire time. That that was a long flashback, yeah. And I'm like, wait a second, he knows Fennec. Why are we? Oh, yeah. Bridging the gaps, yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, I do, I do appreciate like a flashback, but it needs to be a flash, not a half half of the episode flashback. Um, kind of what Saudi just said. Um, I. The fight sequences seemed restrained, but that's also because we're comparing them to Mando, where it was a lot of action going on. Dragons exploding, if you will. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and <laughs> my my last one, uh, the Sarlacc versus Slave One. You're telling me that Slave One isn't stronger and more powerful than a Sarlacc? I think like it's humongous. He, couldn't get out of the, the grip of it. Does doesn't the slave one go? Um, um, what's the, my mind's went blank. Really fast. 
Lightspeed. Yes, thank you. Yes, I, mean, I know. I know he's not going speed. I know he's, he's not going to lightspeed jump on, on a planet. But he's I was about gone to, to say, plaid. He's, kind of, he's kind of pointed the wrong way for that. He basically has to go yeah. in reverse. It's and not drop, the same. And dropping that seismic charge, we saw what that did in Attack of the Clones, where it just destroyed like you know yeah, city-sized asteroids. And yet, this little sand pit, it just kind of bumped the ground a little bit. So, because it only spreads out, it doesn't go up or down. It literally. Think about it. So that thing lands like a ripple. Plus, he already had a hole that way from when he escaped. So here's the thing, though. Listen to the sound. What does it sound like? Right. You know, a cutting saw or like wood. You know that sound that it makes. Mm -hmm. So if you look at how it in Attack of the Clones, how it cut, it's it's literally as it's like a blade, like a surface saw, knife said, like a surface saw. So if you think about it, if it lands. It probably cut it in half because yeah. if you notice the the barge actually sunk. Yes, right. Sunk you, in. You see the ring, kind of like a like a, a sound wave, kind of escape from or the a ripple effect. effect. Yeah, but what are the chances of that actually landing the way it should have? You know, a vertical versus flat. Like if it would have laid the other way, would it have sliced? Fifty uh, fifty. Slave one in half. I guess is the yeah. actual chances. I yeah, mean, because it swallowed it, but it yeah, depends, like, guess on how it swallowed it. I mean, he yeah. didn't have much choice because the gun was jammed, and I guess that's all all it had. And the fact that Fennec knew how to get that to discharge. Yeah, and that Boba just sat there on his butt. Don't yeah, touch I'm, my buttons. I'm kind of. He, need, he needs guns on his little uh, rotating wings. You know, a little yeah, higher up would help him out, but uh, maybe that would be only for one. that scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to find. I have a picture of, um, in Galaxy's Edge, they have a model of the Sarlacc pit in a little like glass um thing. So I'm gonna see if I can. Oh wait, I'm in the wrong account. That would be why. Anyway, I'll find it, but um, yeah, uh, and I'll show you guys, but. I don't know if they have that at the one at uh, Florida. I saw it at the one in California. So I don't know. I'm going to the one in Florida tomorrow. We'll see. But I uh, I agree with what you were saying, Wyatt. I think uh, the flashbacks. You agree with me? Yes. Wow. Um, I think you agree with me, really. Nope, but by, my, by my wow. count, okay, there by my count <laughs> that's twice that uh, Alyssa has agreed with Wyatt. Twice. I'm more likely to get struck by lightning. I need to buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> Oh boy, everybody alert the authorities. Um, But yeah, so I think for me, like I would rather have full episodes in the past, like connecting the dots and then like full episodes in the future because the back and forth for me was confusing and I feel like they didn't do enough editing or filters for it to be very clear like when we're jumping from one to the other it would be nice if Um, the the shadowing or the shading like you said the filtering was different yeah like sepia or something like like grainy or black and white the only other show that does that is mando but they only flash back in season one back to when he was a kid yeah Yeah. and it's only for brief instances it's the same scene that yeah. we're seeing play out right exactly so i guess because it's because i'm used to watching shows that flash back a lot um i could see how that would be a problem for people who do not so i can understand what you're saying mm-hmm. you look at yeah. uh we, we mentioned and you know the green arrow the show the every time he went to the flashback it got grayer yes uh, and right. it had a weird graininess texture, a little yeah, yeah texture to it 
So when you were in the real time, colors were more, more vivid and you can. It kind of shows that his memory about it is, you know, a certain. It's fuzzy. Yeah. Yes. So it'd be yeah. cool if they did that that way. It's a good point. Something just, I don't know. And, and I think the back and forth is my main problem. I, I think I really, my main issue is I, I want new content and I want to drive the plot forward. And I feel like we're just playing catch up and I could have used, I feel like one episode to fill in the blanks and all that. And then maybe like some of these other flashback things to be their own episodes, but that so might just saying, be a, a nitpick. One, so you're saying do one full flashback episode and then in the other episodes, just have a couple minutes of flashbacks total. That way it's not like half yeah, the episode. Like, right, okay. exactly. That's not I terrible. just think stylistically, I, I like that much better. Um, the action was slow at times. The dialogue, like the first couple episodes, I was like, did y'all have lines at all for this? Like, was there any memorization needed? Because it was so basic. And I know like we're jumping back and forth between different languages too. And some of it's, you know, sign language, which was cool, but be honest, yeah, be honest. Uh, I believe it or not, watching the Book of Boba Fett, I actually struggled with him talking too much. Really? Because he's not Tem? a talker. He's, he's not, not a talker. talker. He's not uh, a talker. Not, not Tim per se, but Boba. Not Tim, but Boba itself. Oh, okay. I mean, if you yeah, look no, at Boba, you. how many lines that he had in the whole first, you know, original trilogy? How many lines did yeah. he have in the Mandalorian episodes? I think yeah. he's I, I think he's working on so him being out of his element with the Tuscans, he kind of forced him to talk a little bit right. more because he has to gain the information. And now him wanting to be a crime boss and a different crime boss than all the other idiots he used to work for. I can <laughs> Darth see, Vader. Uh, I forgot Java. to mention that for the best. That was and like Java, complete shade, but also he worked for Vader. So I felt like yeah. it, that meme was so funny. I saw that was like I saw it too. Throwing but complete shade at Vader. I, I understand what Sadi's saying, but he kind of has to become a talker now. So, and, I got, would, and, I, and that's actually be, kind of the approach that I took. As, it would be nice if, forward. like, it would be nice if Fennec would say, like, would have to coach him to become more of a talker because he shouldn't necessarily. I know he's a smart guy, but he shouldn't necessarily know to do that on his own. So but yeah, I, I struggled with his. I'm like, I wanted to see a ramp up of his uh, yes. talking instead of automatically going, you know, talking. And I'm like, okay, I understand that we need to know what's going on and what needs to happen, but I, I struggle with it because of, again, man of a few words, uh, he's all action, so. Yeah, it's fair, it's fair. I just, I was like, eh. wanted a little more, that's all. I think I just enjoy, that's, that's again, me wanting more material and new plot for sure. And I feel like it's we're we're catching up and I'm ready to like bulldoze ahead. I want new stuff. So, yeah. And then agree with uh, what some of you all said about episode five. Just it was great. And I, I think that was my favorite one out of all of them. I, I can't really say out of the other four, like which one is my standout favorite. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely uh, struggling with that in its own aspect. Mm -hmm. So I have three uh, main ones, and it's three that really, really, really irked me. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I'll elaborate on each one, and you'll see what I'm talking about. So one happens with the fight outside the Madame's uh, parlor, uh -huh. whatever you want to call it. The second one is 
rats. <laughs> and the third one's with the armor on are you paying five. are you paying attention rat <laughs> she's calling so, out. <laughs> so when you know they get the shields around boba i literally expected him to jet pack, jet pack out of there yeah no and do what Django did when he was fighting um obi-wan and shoot him from the top oh with you know, with whatever he had in his hands, and start shooting from the top or dropping. I mean, missiles, he's whatever. trying to roll with respect. Okay, so he's just like, I'm not gonna murder people. I don't know. This is a fight. I'm sorry. They asked for it. So, they asked for it. You, yeah, they asked right. for it. If you, you start correct. something, I'm sure gonna finish it. I'm so. gonna end it. Yeah, I so, like that. Uh, and I'm like, um, I mean, you saw that he actually boosted Fennec, and she kind of bounced off the shield. I'm like, you have a jetpack, use it. Um, yeah. So I had a huge issue with that. Yeah. Um, the the rat thing, something that George Lucas always took pride on was if you're in the galaxy far, far away, how the hell, I'm sorry, Earth rats <laughs> make it into Jabba's palace? Um, I don't recall. There might have been rats in the original trilogy. I don't remember. Something tells me that there was. But why didn't they do something different? Make them look different. I don't know. Give them a bigger snout, a fuzzy tail. Yeah, they had plenty of those kinds of creatures. But I see what you're saying, how it's kind of like out of the character of the show to have. And then, oh, go get the rat catcher. Yeah, that was Uh, great, though. That was adorable. It it drove me nuts. Um, That's the same little robot from Clone Wars, by the way. Mm -hmm. The servant Um, droid, yeah. Remember? No, he was also in the... uh, the, the the blue the shadow virus the bomb yeah with the little bombs he was running little, really yeah. cute with it <laughs> um and i have an issue with the armor uh, as much as i love the character because if you think about it when din Djarin is talking about the the jedi she didn't know anything about the jedi oh there were some wizards that were called the jedi and they can move things where they're all of a sudden she knew Amazing. a lot about it. It's like okay, everything you... that you just said in that sentence was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I was exactly. like, did you go and open, you know, Hollownet Google and figure this out? Hollownet. <laughs> uh, it just I, I was oh, quite I was quite upset about that because I'm like, wait a minute. It's like she didn't know and now she knows. Okay, so did she go into the library and open books? Between I, I, B, I, I like her, happened? but there's a lot of things that she does that I'm not a fan of. It's like, oh, let's let's fight each other over the dark saber. Great, there are three of us in the covert. We're about to make it two, maybe even one. Yeah, perhaps the archives are incomplete. Per, that's that's this probably is the, the best move for for right now. <laughs> and um, the other and then, issue, and then yep. she's just like, oh, I can kick. Let's just kick you out. There'll be two of us. One one of whom is half stabbed to death. But yeah, so there'll be one and a half of us. And then if you think about it, she harkens back to Death Watch. Yeah, she does. Okay. She's a, I'm they're... pretty sure I remember Free Vesla countless times being without a helmet. So I don't so, know when the helmet thing came around. So there's still their, have a problem with their covert, their group is called the the Children of the Watch. I think they said in Mandalorian season two, which is obviously some kind of uh offshoot of the Death Watch. They have a lot of these like rules they follow religiously. So it, in, in my opinion, it's more like a cult. Um, and he's like 
trying to beg to get back into it. I'm like, bro, you know, like other Mandalorians who like don't have those rules. You could just, I know this is your family, but like all Mandalorians are your family. Like, right. I'm kind of glad that he broke off though. I mean, to be honest, at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? You really don't need them. You got no, they armor. need him more. They need him more. He's the one bringing all the resources in anyways. <laughs> he's Have real, you he's, ever he's removed your helmet? And he just said Sir, silence. Have you <laughs> ever removed your helmet? Oh, shit. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> There why? goes the planet. How are they going to, how are they going to know? Why? How are they going to know? They're going to know. Yeah, somehow they're going to know. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, we're burning the midnight oil here on Spectre Radio, so we got to start to wrap up before Andrew's parents bust through the door and shut us down. <laughs> um, so let's let's try to put a pretty bow on this uh, episode uh, with Alter about, Ego. About that. Uh-oh. What? <laughs> no, this will be, be fun. It's going to be ugly. Got it. So starting with Wyatt, the Gamorians are the Hut twins. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Listen, you're going to come for me, son. I'll give you a joke right back. And thanks for joining us this week. Next week. We... <laughs> um, okay, so no, I had Wyatt as um, Doc Strassi. Um, may you never leave, Tatooine. <laughs> he strikes me as the keep your enemies closer kind of guy quiet and calculated and remaining neutral is like the least that he could do, or maybe in this case, the most, <laughs> the most that he can do. So I felt like this was very much Wyatt. So right. Um, Wyatt strikes you as a reptile. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Cold blooded. <laughs> hey, it all, it all you'll be came. falling off trees tonight. Oh my God. <laughs> falling iguanas. Yeah. My gosh. Well, I guess I guess a reptile is an upgrade from a rat. I'm not really sure though. So I'm slowly climbing up the food chain. <laughs> He'll be a human one day. Um, um, I have Andrew as eight D eight. Just one of my favorite characteristics of this droid is that he's masculine. <laughs> like they they have to like make sure they put that in the description. Oh, of, is that their their personal droid person? Yeah, it's like their version of C3PO. Like he knows Saudi, everything. Saudi, do you know who like, his voice is? Master Hut is saying blah blah blah. Which one? The ATA? droid that's in their chain that's in their chamber. The guy who's like, oh, Master Garsawith said this is okay. That's um, not played by Steven Stanton, is he? No, it's um, have you seen what we do in the shadows? Oh my god. Is yes. that that? It's uh one of the vampires. I forget his name. Oh uh, but yeah, my him. god, I love it's- that Matt Barry. Yes. It's him. Matt Berry. I was just like, I wonder if he got on the show because he knows um, Taika Watiti. I know he's not directing this, oh, but he directed. Possibility, you though. see what I'm saying? Like, oh, I love I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the compliment. I'll take it's the compliment. I appreciate it. It's all. so funny. Oh yeah. my God. Um, he, let's see. <laughs> um, he actually was like torturing other droids, which yes. is interesting, but he's he's like the encyclopedia of knowledge so we'll we'll keep our research and development guy in that same category <laughs> um Saudi, i had you as fennec shand i said loyal but not a lemming independent thinker not afraid to speak her mind a badass but still a literal disney princess <laughs> literally a marksman 
Thank yeah, you. All of that. <laughs> um, and then for me, I said Garza Whip because she's a boss lady, but at the end of the day, she's the peacekeeper, and I try to keep the peace here. Or maybe sometimes. No, you don't. Pot, but no, you. Don't. I try to keep y'all in line. We all know that is a, the fact of the nat- matter wow. right there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start with Wyatt. I'm going to start with Wyatt. Um, oh, boy. I was actually going to juice the, the little rat that grabbed the, the mechanic <laughs> and pulled her in. <laughs> in the fire. No, but kidding aside, kidding aside, even though that was kind of funny that there was uh, some big gigantic rat. rat there. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I actually had Wyatt ask Fennec. And Ooh. hear me out. I'm it has princess to do... we love. <laughs> and it what has an upgrade. With... She has a gun. That's fine. Oh, my God. Knowing operations, working behind the scenes, and connecting people. Oh. Uh, I think that's a skill that um, you have, and you have the ability to getting the right people in the right place at the right time. I like that. Um, and that's why I kind of put Fennec for you. For Alyssa, ironically enough, I actually have Madame of Ah, uh, yes. Whip. Yes. Because you know that, yes, she's elegant, beautiful, smart. She talks, but there's, <laughs> a, there's something more to her. It's almost kind of like that viper. Very beautiful <laughs> to look at, but be very careful. She can be very yeah. dangerous. She's um, not, not quite dastardly, but um, along those lines. Clever, exactly. very clever. It, very clever, yes surreptitious um, mm-hmm. there we wow. go i had um andrew as the bantha i'm kidding uh, <laughs> <laughs> i was Thank like you. i want to be the rat catcher I'm just no <laughs> go go make bantha babies uh, <laughs> God, step one like my, andrew you step sound like one. my grandmother step one before <laughs> no, bantha I actually babies. Had andrew i have him as mando And the reason why is because when Boba called, he's like, it's on the house. I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. That loyal friend, that relationship that you know that if you need him, he's going to be there. For free. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Now, for me, I actually picked also Fennec, ironically enough, um, because I actually have a martial arts background. (laughs) Um, the reason why I had to get my nose repaired. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. To, oh, yeah. All the hits to the face. Broke and deviated my nose. Um, wow. Yeah, for years. Uh, I I mean, I was good. I, I competed and got trophies and did all kinds of achievements and stuff. But, uh, it, you know, you take enough hits to the face, it will happen. Um, so I have a martial arts background. Um, I'm always a support role, even in my job in real life. I always play a support role. Um, don't mess with my friends because I am a hell of a shot. Mm. I can pick you out <laughs> 250 yards out with little effort. Um, but again, I am very keen, understand things. And if you think about it, I don't think Boba would have, I think he would have achieved his goals to where mm-hmm. he needed to be, but it would have taken him much longer without Fennec. Absolutely. For sure. And that's usually kind of like mm-hmm. the role that I play, you know, in, in real life um, with my career. It's always supporting and improving others so then right. they can deliver whatever it is that we're trying to deliver. 
Oh. Cool. Um, Andrew, I had you as Major Domo. Domo? <laughs> uh-huh. um, faithful servant. Would break bad news in a comedic way. I'm a faithful <laughs> servant. Okay. All right. I see how it is. Yikes. <laughs> um, Alyssa, I had you as Pelly. Yes! Um, I feel like if you owned a body shop that- full of, full of uh, d- dysfunctional droids, this is how you would talk to them. <laughs> uh, little swamp rat. What does she call him? <laughs> I don't know. Womp rat, you little womp rat. Oh, that scene where she's getting attacked by that beast. Did anyone, mm. anyone else think she was, she was playing to like get the droids to react? No. I thought no. she was playing at first. It wasn't no, I thought she, she was too. And she was I, I thought that she was four foot nine and she was getting eaten by something that was her size. <laughs> I thought she was trying to get the droids Fair to enough. actually kick in. But. Did anybody get a vibe of Jurassic Park on how yes. she was being pulled up and down? Uh-huh. Yes. I'm like, is this how we're losing her? Yeah. Bryce um, Dallas Howard. <laughs> Saudi. <laughs> there it is. So, Saudi, I have you as BK. Oh, sheesh. Wow. Um, so when I when, when I first met you through my line of work, um, I was intimidated by you. You know, for those who haven't met Saudi, she is taller. You what? You're six. Six, six foot. foot. Yeah. <laughs> taller. Um, you're six, and, seven years old. <laughs> you left that hanging there for a while. And I, so it's funny. I wrote. I was intimidated quotes still kind of am by <laughs> by your by your background and knowledge of star wars mm. but getting to know you through the podcast reveals that some of that is still true however you're as loving and endearing as a wookie <laughs> she's a lover and a fighter <laughs> and, and you know it's so funny i've heard that so many times from people it's like when they first meet me they're very intimidating and i'm like what vibe do i give because i'm you, always you're smiling. very you're very confident and knowledgeable um that's well, hard you. to find and you're not a pushover so you know there you go right that, that's i'm pre- always smiling i, I know you always are. Tried to no, be, you're you very know. friendly pleasant and i'm like person. oh my god <laughs> no rbf here <laughs> and no, that, i mean Alyssa got that covered correct <laughs> and myself <laughs> i put myself as the n1 starfighter i was about to what say if you heck? get to be the rat catcher over me i'm gonna be pissed no i put myself <laughs> as the uh, naboo <laughs> royalty starfighter so uh, for the that's, uh that's why it's spirit animal we're gonna go with it <laughs> for the for the reason i put maybe down but never out no my god <laughs> may, may be outdated but can be revamped i can with be a bunch of screw 30 years later i could be worked on and still and still kick ass later on and again, skywalker god. built this in a cave <laughs> you uncultured swine I actually um, liked how they did the little, um, little. I don't know what they, they called it. Something the little header on top of the hood, basically, of the ship. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, man, it reminds me of the cars from the you know, the racing cars back in the yes. like 30s and 40s. Also, and, so it had all that stuff sticking out all the time. <laughs> that that scene where she's revealing what's under the tarp. I thought it was gonna be a pod racer. I mean, I. it basically was. <laughs> it was pretty now, close. This is pod racer. I'm like, if this is Anakin's. <laughs> Um, pod, I swear, but no. I was, yeah, I, I half expected the no, that one's on bed too. Sorry, the things to, to the side, the things to the side, you know, from mm-hmm. the ship. Mm-hmm. I half expected them to be Anakin's uh engines, 
And there are no Skywalkers. So Cobb Vance speeder, when they were initially going to go check out the Tuscan, one of the turbine, like that was one of the turbines of Anakin's pod racer. Um, all right. So moving on to all three goes for mine. Uh, for me, I had the rat catcher. Kidding. Um, <laughs> you secretly want to be the rat catcher, don't you? It's that rat catcher was adorable. Definitely a parent. It's not, it's not a secret. <laughs> it's not, it's not a secret. It is absolutely not a secret. Um, no, for me, I had, um, Dinjarin. Okay. Um, oh, so also like basically kind of what, uh, Saudi said, um, kind of the, the loyal friend who, you know, does a lot of stuff on the house. I have a lot of friends who like try to pay me for things. I'm like, if you don't put that money away, so help me. So I thinking about where I came from. So, so, help me. so help me. So help me. Um, so oh, Saudi, man. I also had um as BK. Oh my um, gosh. What are we on tonight? One. She she's she's you know, tough guy, just how it is. Uh so you know, and she's she's friggin' badass. Um, I almost had her as as Fennec. Uh, on sniper duty um because she could she could easily pull off both roles um wyatt i had as the major domo sorry okay no uh, that's all right why no because no because <laughs> you're both sarcastic i mean i i understand why you picked me for the major domo um you're both uh sarcastic and if someone's like you know finished with the conversation you're like uh actually while we're still here um <laughs> there is the matter of tribute um, and then for Alyssa, I picked uh, Fennec. So if oh. Wyatt, if Wyatt and I were and I just braid tonight, yes. <laughs> if Wyatt and I were confused about something, like when Boba was just like, "I don't understand," and she she leans over, he wants you to pay him. Like, <laughs> like Wyatt and I would be confu- confused about something, and you're just like, "Let me this let, again. Let me woman explain this to you real let quick. Let me woman explain it. I'm dead." So, yes. so that's 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 what I had, you know, from our, our five characters in this show that spoke English. Um, okay. You know, that's what we had to pick from. <laughs> and yet we that's... picked Saudi for both of us picked the one that doesn't speak English at all. She's a badass. <laughs> Words aren't needed in that case. Uh, I, again, I token, almost picked her as Fennec. By the same token, you look at the rat catcher and he's so freaked out by Boba. <laughs> he just shuts himself. That was <laughs> He ends it. He ends it. We love that for him. He's like, I'm not dealing with this. Uh, He just came in so adorable. They were like, get the rat catcher. I'm like, okay, who's going to be this big old rat catcher? And this little guy comes in with a net. I'm like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. It was, it was, it's, and again, it's those little moments that, that makes it so, so great. Um, Cause you know, Star Wars can't be all seriousness all the time. For sure. Mm -hmm. No. Why don't you tell Golden Run to plug himself to the to the uh, yeah <laughs> to the uh, now computer? Figure out what's wrong with the Falcon. I mean, Yikes. you have these tense moments, and all it takes is you know one quick line. It makes you laugh, but you know they are in serious trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and Star Wars. I mean, I'm I'm really glad that John Favreau understands, really understands Star Wars. Thank God. Uh, Dave Filoni obviously does, um, and Robert Rodriguez. I mean. I have a feeling that the next two episodes, one of them is going to be like, holy crap. Because you know I, what he's known building for. building to it, yeah. Yeah, you know what he's known for. He's known for his action sequences. Um, I, it, there's something big is coming. Something big is coming. But I'm, 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 I love the show. Uh, it's going to be a sentimental favorite for sure. Um, and 
for all the reasons we already talked about. I think it's just, it's great. If you had spoken such insolence to Jabba, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. But lucky for our listeners, we kept it PG for the most part tonight. (laughs) Um, And kept it friendly. So not, not so much insolence at all. And so glad to be back in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Spectre Radio. So glad to have Saudi back too. Yes. yes. And thank you, Saudi, for being one of our favorite guests of all time and always yes. coming back with the knowledge. Ooh. Thank you so much. <laughs> Love being here. Join us next time for the season finale of The Book of Boba Fett. We're only doing, uh, I guess, two episodes to recap the whole thing. And, uh, <laughs> From there, we'll see where uh, the galaxy takes us. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram as at Spectre underscore radio and on Facebook as Spectre Radio. Be sure to submit your questions via social media for a chance to hear us answer them on our upcoming segment, Consult the Council. This is Spectre Radio, signing off.